0: The bards must drink and junk it.
1: Hello, friends and strangers. Thank you for listening to Tomorrow Tomorrow We We Die. A show about the trials and adventures that happen while touring as a working musician, told to you by people who have built their lives or portions of their lives around writing and playing the music that they love. We are your hosts. I'm John
0: Wisniewski. And I'm Jeffrey McNulty. And every episode, we will bring you an interview with people who are out there day to day grinding against the many odds, rolling in a 15 passenger van full of 15 grown men. That's too many. That's too many, dudes. That's a smelly, smelly thing.
1: There's 15 seats and 15 grown men.
0: Yes. Every day. That's all the seats. For hours. Well, obviously, they have a trailer, but like all the extra crap you got to bring along, you know? Yeah, that's
1: fifteen pillows. <laughs> that's middle seats taken up. That's yeah. this is like elbows touching elbows, legs mm-hmm. touching legs. Like, oh, I just put my foot on that guy's foot. Again. Somebody fell asleep and now his head's on your shoulder. <laughs> that, geez, man. <laughs> there is no way I can handle that. No, boy, bueno. no. Bueno. No, boy, no. No, yeah. no, no, no. Uh-huh. But apparently
0: they were good enough friends to do it for a whole year.
1: Akimbo did one in
0: a minivan once. Oh we yeah, we had to rent a minivan because yeah. we didn't have a van.
1: Yeah, that's so rough. Not the best. No. Well, we do have a nice, awesome, fun, very funny interview yeah. today. It was a blast.
0: We had a lot of fun. And you know the the funny thing is, I knew Rob, but I didn't know Jonathan at all. But we became fast friends. <laughs> like I feel like he's my friend. I've never even met the guy in real life. Yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah. We'll get into it a little bit. But um, yeah, I was lucky enough to go on tour with Rob our his old band and my old band mm-hmm. did some road time together and man those, they're just such a fun fun group of people uh, before we jump in i want to do a quick check-in with some of the projects that some of the past guests of the show have mm-hmm. been working on i thought to do this because our second episode guest Corey brewer recently released a new album it's a new project yeah it's called old dark house and i checked it out and it is so good it's, uh, it's so the greatest awesome. name too. What a great name for a project. I know. I know. It says it all really. It's a collaboration <laughs> with Corey and another friend of mine, Andy Crawshaw. It's this really cool kind of like vintage synth album that mm-hmm. it plays and sounds like a horror soundtrack. Like Rat. an old like seventies, eighties horror movie soundtrack with Corey singing over the top in the, yeah. in the way that only Corey can. Yeah, he's got uh, that voice. It's a yeah, it is a fantastically creepy listen. Uh I love it. <laughs> So I definitely recommend everyone go check out Old Dark House on Bandcamp. Buy the record on Bandcamp Fridays. Bandcamp so that they Friday, get all the money. There you go. And we should do a
0: real episode with him sometime. But our <laughs> yeah. buddy Kyle shutt started a podcast called The Highway with Kyle shutt and uh, I've already seen some of the guest lists of that show of the first episode or two. Yeah. And it's like bang, he knows people. So and he. Is really good at interviewing. I hear. I'm, you tell me because you, you're the one yeah. that listened to that last episode. Was with Bayless, right? With Matt Bayless?
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a while back, Kyle starts a podcast. Kyle was is the guitar player for the Sword, um, and yeah, we had a we had an awesome, fun interview with him last year or uh, two years ago. Who knows now? But yeah, so he starts a podcast, and I think um, it's a perfectly natural human reaction these days. When somebody starts a podcast, to just roll your eyes and mutter under your breath, <laughs> not another not fucking another podcast. podcast, another fucking <laughs> podcast, another <laughs> person yelling at me about their fucking podcast. I have to listen to the shit. Perfectly natural. I felt it. You felt it. I understand. Uh I mean, Kyle's been doing, you know, he's been in the music thing forever. He knows so many cool people, and he's just such a wonderfully fun person that he's, you know, actually friends with a lot of these people. Yeah. His second episode is with Matt Bayless the music producer who I've done some work with and so um, yeah legendary so yeah I was just like oh yeah listen to two of my friends shoot the shit about the music industry so I checked it out and it's great man Kyle's yeah. an amazing interviewer it's I don't it's really it. good it's a really good show highly recommend it The Highway with Kyle Shutt and he's got like dude from Clutch in there, it's got an author of a horror book, comic artists. It's just like uh, just a bunch of creative people getting together. It's good. Earl buddy Brian Cook Mm -hmm. is about to release a solo album that he made during the pandemic. He hasn't given us a ton of information yet about where and how to get it. Keep an eye out for that. It's bound to be good. Jeff, you've done you've been busy during the Yeah, I mean,
0: um, you know, my band, Githyanki, stayed together. I mean, we kind of kept in ourselves in our little group, you know, and uh, managed to keep practicing and write some new songs and recorded a whole record, and it's finally done. It's been in mastering, and so, I don't know. That'll come out at some point, but... That's awesome. It just, I mean, I'm super happy to have done
1: something, you know... <laughs> had something musically to do, right, you know. Yeah, there was that period of like months right when the lockdown first started happening, where all of us band dorks. Yeah. We're just like, I don't know about you, but I just fell into like an awful place of anxiety and depression just cuz I couldn't get it out, you know. I oh, just needed to. Yeah. do I mean, the I didn't thing. have a job. It was like, you know, every club closed
0: down. So <laughs> Yeah. I I watched it happen over like a 48 hour period and I was like, damn. Well, okay. So, music as I know it is over for a while. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. When you're used to being in a club, you know, every night.
1: I I can't wait. Yeah. It's so close. It's almost here. Can't wait. I know. Um, we almost got it. And then uh, last but not least, our buddy Damien Johnston mm-hmm. started a YouTube channel for noise. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he knows his noise. has been doing yeah. Blaspheme for a long time, and uh, now he's got Blaspheme Radio, which is, uh, you know, it's spelt the way his noise band is spelt. B-L-S-P-H-M. Correct. No vowels. Fuck vowels. That's not cool. Vowels are not noise. No. I gotcha.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. So yeah, Blaspheme Radio, if you want to just like hear some weird, crazy, abrasive bullshit, highly recommend. There you go. Who do we have today, Jeff? Well, we have an old
0: friend of ours, Rob Hampton, um, Mm -hmm. who was, you know, I remember him from being in the New Mexicans here in Seattle, Mm
2: -hmm. which was a
0: band that played a lot, and my band, Bloodhag, and your band, Akimbo, played with them a lot. They played a lot. Yeah, they played all the time, (laughs) as we will mention. The last time I saw that dude, I was setting up on stage to do sound for Band of Horses, and I kept thinking these guys look really familiar. And it wasn't just Ben, you know, cause I knew him from Carissa's Weird, but it was like, why do these guys look so dang familiar? And I was sort of embarrassed, and I didn't want to say anything, you know? And then yeah. And then Rob was like, hey, were you in Hag? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I was in and we used to play. And then, you know, we were friends again. It was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happened pretty yeah. fast. And like I said, I feel the same way about Jonathan, you know? I mean, after talking to him for an hour and a half or whatever, and just getting drunk on the internet with him,
1: I love that guy. <laughs> Dude, totally. <laughs> He's totally. rad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Akimbo and the New Mexicans did a tour together and there's, there's just something about going on tour with another band where you just have so much buddy time that you, yeah. it's an interesting friendship that happens and it, it's cool. It, it runs deep. God, the New Mexicans were such a fucking fun funny group of
0: guys. Yeah, they were really good. Hey, you know what? That's what we should do is we should, before we get started, we should listen to some New Mexicans and just check out their lyrics and you'll see exactly what we're talking about. I mean, what a banging band, but also a great sense of humor and, you know, tongue stuck firmly in
1: cheek. (laughs) And yeah, we'll listen to the New Mexicans and then keep in mind that some of these guys went on to be in Band of Horses. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One of the most ridiculously beautiful Heart-wrenching bands ever. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, works out that way sometimes.
3: Uh, Yeah, man. My name is Rob Hampton. I'm a bit of a Let's start over. Edit. My My name is uh, Rob Hamp. playing music for as long as I can remember. Back in the Seattle days, I played in a band called the New Mexicans. Yeah. Yes. turned into another band called Crutches. Yeah. Lasted for a second, and then uh, joined a little band called Band of Horses that... Never heard of them. Mm. (laughs) I've been trying to forget. I'm just kidding. And then uh, (laughs) played with those dudes for a while, and um, after that, I moved to New York for 10 years and then uh, came back to uh, my wife's home state of South Carolina in Charleston where uh-huh. I met up with this guy, Jonathan Carmen, and uh, right. now we, we're playing in Magic Dust. Magic, yeah. oh magic Dust.
1: Yeah. And have you played guitar the whole time?
3: For the most part, when I started in Band of Horses, I was playing bass. <clears throat> That's right. I was a bass player. And then uh, once one of the uh, musical chairs of band members happened, I was started playing guitar in that band. And then yeah. uh, first recording on Magic Dust, I played all the bass on the record because we didn't have anybody to do it. So I did it. But <laughs> yeah, so I still play bass and guitar and do what I can. And sing mm-hmm. with Magic Dust. Yeah,
4: Nice. Cru- Cruing away. Yeah, and I'm Jonathan Carmen. I play drums, that's it. That's the only thing I can play. But I played in a bunch of crappy punk bands in the late 90s in Charleston and then moved to Florida for a little bit, played in a band called Farewell to Fashion, and then was roadieing for a band called The Working Title that was from Charleston for a bit. I drove uh-huh. and sold merch. And then I was uh, started a band with the guitar player that they had hired called the band Leslie. Should I edit that? I think I said that dumb. He
3: sounded real <laughs> dumb, but I liked it. I'm Sorry.
4: <laughs> I like it. I like it when you sound dumb, Jonathan. So yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Talk
4: dumb to me, baby. Talk dumb to me. I, I, I stole their higher gun, and we started a band that we called Leslie, which I guess we did for about seven years. And then when that band broke up, I started playing with a band called A Thousand Horses from Nashville. That's and a lot of horses. Man. It's a lot of horses. More than, horses. Band. Yeah. It's more more than, than a band. band for sure. More yeah. than a yeah. band.
3: I think band is like six or seven. Yeah. And a a thousand, thousand is yeah. Like and that's that's
4: where
1: Rob was like, I need some more horses in my band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I need oh, to hit up this other
1: guy.
4: I got to get some horsepower. Yeah. power. Horse envy. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: <wow. laughs> we all have that. There's,
4: yeah, there's <laughs> no no worse <laughs> envy. <Yeah. laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, yeah, so I quit the horses and then didn't play music for a bit until Rob hit me up one day, and then we started Magic Dust. That's nice. Yeah, you you want to go into a garage and sweat it out? Get real yeah. sweaty and... Place donor rock. Sweats and
3: ribs. (laughs) Get paid. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's do this. That's awesome. (laughs) We've been in a a garage on Johns Island, South Carolina for about two years Uh dealing with the uh, no AC, no heat. So in the summer it's just brutal, brutal. Yeah. And we actually just moved our stuff out today to uh to move into our new bass players. Air conditioned frog. Yeah. You know, uh, finished room over yeah. the garage. So,
4: Oof. upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Massive upgrade. All my drum hardware has, you know, rust for, on it from the saltwater humidity yeah. that's just oh, I in, in the air. Oh, yeah. Air, my, yeah. My amps are covered in mold. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and we're in a flood zone, which I we know, flood yeah. all the time. So, you know, I had to run down there maybe two or three weeks ago and water is just shooting up Fun. from the bottom of the foundation. So I'm scrambling to move amps and drums and stack all this stuff up. So.
1: Oh, wait, 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 wait. Back up. Your guys' practice space flooded? Oh, oh and it, floods all, it all floods all the time. every time it
4: rains. <laughs> yeah. No, every time there's a, like, a heavy
3: rain, it's yeah, I was like, gonna say, oh, rain we got we to we go, <laughs> go move our stuff. No, John's <laughs> Island is,
4: I mean, we're like, you know, we're basically below sea level. So if it rains. We're gonna flood, yeah. so if it's significant rain, we're definitely gonna get some wet gear. So we're yeah. we're happy to be moving out of there. I mean, my
3: my house is on two and a half foot piers. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't practice here, oh, but I gotcha. just so you just so you know, like mm. the majority of houses are yeah, we're up off the, ground. Yeah. off the ground, so flood zone.
0: Now you're above the garage, so you're doing fine.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be great. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah,
3: Our drywall, yeah, or
0: whatever you got. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to get into the pedigree of your guys' tour stories. But I believe Magic Dust has a funny anecdote about your van. Tell us about that.
3: Get her, Jonathan.
4: Okay, well, (laughs) we had booked this uh, short run down through the southeast, down through Georgia and Florida, a few shows, and thought we had a van lined up for it, and that kind of fell through. And so we were scrambling. Rob found one in Hilton Head, which is, I don't know, 50, 60 miles from here. It's like an hour hour and a half. West, so we yeah. drove down, checked this van out and, you know, everything seemed legit. It always does. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you know, it was like this
3: lady and she said that she was just using it for like her uh, daycare, but it had sat for a long time. Okay. And yeah. We were yeah. like, we were a little bit worried, but we like it was a good deal and I uh, you know, when I called her I was like, well, you know, I have X amount of dollars to give you and Give it to me, and she was like, "Okay, sounds good." And then we'd like <laughs> for, we took it for a test <laughs> drive, and it was like we were like, "Oh, this van's like sweet, like yeah." I mean, it's a rad. The van you know, is rad. It's, it's like, got a, like a
4: sixteen-inch TV that folds down. I mean, what? it's like what? set up. It's like set up for kids, you know. Yeah, she was oh, like yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, hauling all these kids
3: but it's also like a two thousand forty Cono line that with yeah. like mag rims that is like raised up a little bit, so it looks right. it's, Ooh, tough. it's tough. Like a, yeah, like, it's like man, like I don't know what bars. kind of kids she was like. I got a van, they were like, yeah, tough tough little children
4: yeah <laughs> so we we test drove it and it, it ran fine and then we left there stopped got lunch to like kind of celebrate before we headed back and uh, you, you exchanged cash you paid for the van yeah I like just fall. gave her
3: yeah just gave her cash money that's a whole nother funny story but
4: so we got <laughs> I don't know we hit we hit the highway where, where we got up to 55 or 60 miles an hour and i don't know maybe 15 minutes into the drive the temperature gauge just spiked oh no um, yeah Mm. just went way past hot you know and he's were you behind me or yeah i was trailing so i immediately i'm like oh you know shit i gotta pull over and uh we did and i'm you know checking this it's boiling out we waited till it cooled down yeah and i found this sweet spot uh once it cooled down and we got back on the road of like you can run the AC for a little bit and then turn it off, and so I found it like <laughs> this, this way to like get us home. And I was like, I'll just if I can get us back to to yeah. that to John's Island, I'll fix this. It won't be a big deal. We have we had like a week yeah before we were actually supposed to leave for sure. this little run of, of dates. So we we did. We got it back, and it ended up redlining like right as I pulled into my driveway. Um, <laughs> so no big deal. Gasket, <laughs> uh, that's what I was worried yeah. about. So I ended up, you know, working on it all that week. I was changing, you know, the, the thermostat and and just flushing the system and doing all this stuff that I thought was going to fix it. I don't remember.
3: But yeah, we thought it was good to go. I mean, we like we kind of were just like, well, let's just see what happens. We we it was like the this <laughs> we had gone on basically the same like three stop, run not too long before, maybe like 4 or 5 months before, you right. know? Did Savannah, Jacksonville, Gainesville, and uh, it was super fun, like all the shows were rad. We were like, okay, let's just like, keep doing this, yeah. So we booked it again. And but the uh, but it was kind of like, it was kind of like we all kind of felt like maybe we shouldn't do this, like there was like some bad omen. It felt
4: like we were pushing, <laughs> yeah. it felt like there was a lot of resistance, <laughs> yeah. And we just were uh-huh. not taking the sign, you yeah. know. Yeah. Our base, our yeah, base our yeah. bass player at the yeah, time man. was
3: like, uh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful gentleman named Kevin Hanley, he's the best, uh, he's fantastic, but you could just. I think he was like kind of over. He's not Played, feeling it. Man. Yeah, playing bass in our band, and we were like, "Come on, we're going on. We're going to start touring." Yeah. He's like, "I don't want to." And we we're like, "You just do this." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: this <is> your first clue. <laughs> <kid. laughs>
3: <laughs> like, I don't understand why. Don't-. Oh yeah. So uh, we, uh, but so we got like we went and picked him up, and we got on the road, and basically right on the edge of Charleston, it's just like red lines, and we pull over, and it's just like. Done. Like the and we were just like, yeah. there's no way we're getting anywhere in this van. Like, right. So we just had yeah. we called Jonathan's neighbor, who's also a tow truck driver. This is like scooter. Yeah, scooter. John's Island man. You gotta. These are the best
4: stories. Got to Yeah. Got to know a good tow truck driver, man. <laughs> have, have a tow truck driver in your cell phone at <laughs> oh, all that is He's true. a good duty. If I catch him off the clock, it's like half price. He'll hook come hook it up. Lucky. Yeah, man. Oh he's man, that's awesome. oh, my yeah. great stories. You know, he's but. Just,
3: yeah, we we got it towed, and then you know we just called everybody, and we're just like, you know, our van's fucked. So yeah, but we took it to a mechanic, and the thing was is that the whole uh, radiator. Every like it had crystallized, so all of the radiator oh, was fluid he was a, like
4: solid. Yeah, it looked it looked like so stalagmites and stalagmites <laughs> yeah. inside. I mean, so. he kept he kept a piece of hose to show us. So he we did. I uh. mean, it was it was crazy. He thought that they had put you know some sort of additive to stop a leak at some point, and it's it's that too long and crystallized, and so that stuff was Oof. just breaking off whenever you would turn the AC on, and it would clog up. You know the system and caused the deadline. Yeah. So oh, that's they, cool. They got it straightened, and now yeah. the old magic tub runs like a yeah. dream.
3: But that man, that van—I nice. love that. I, I'm like, <laughs> I just can't wait to get back in it.
1: So Rob, so your first band was your was New Mexico. No, I
3: played. Uh, uh, first my first band, band uh, was in Louisville because I I went to high school in Louisville, Kentucky. Like so, mm. uh, did you tour yeah. in that band? We didn't tour. So uh, we did do yeah. a. It was called Kastner, and we, the only thing that we, we played a bunch of shows in Louisville, and we did, like, a split seven-inch with By the Grace of God and a few other bands from Louisville at the time. Uh, so, but, but we mm-hmm. didn't, we didn't tour, and then, um, but yeah, then, you know, I moved to Seattle right after high school, and uh, I was just kind of doing whatever, like, I, I've, I've, those days are so foggy because seattle was <laughs> Seattle was such like a different place uh back back it in was those olden days but i uh, met up with creighton when he first moved to town creighton baird who played drums and then uh-huh. um, he, uh, and then jeff montano uh, who played bass in the new mexicans was uh, oh, yeah remember him he kind of just came along with creighton and then so he was automatically in the band and then uh joe crawford who played uh i was actually playing in a band with joe at the time i think if my memory serves correct and so, yeah, we started playing. And then, you know, we played around in Seattle and did all that jazz. And Yeah, we played with you guys a bunch. Yeah, man.
1: You guys played a lot. <laughs> you guys played
3: a lot of shows. you like, you played too many shows. No.
1: <laughs> no, no, Does- not at all. I mean, you know I was a big fan of you guys. I loved you guys' band. Um, but you guys, you were, I, I feel like you guys were, um, I think most of you worked in bars at the time, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, so you
1: were buddies with every booking agent at every venue in the city,
3: Well, much. you know, it was funny because when we were playing, I used to, like, I was bartending out in Fremont. Like, oh, okay. At, what, uh, where were you at? The old Triangle Lounge. And then I was, okay, yeah, and sure. then yeah. uh, when the ballroom, the Fremont ballroom opened up. Ooh, the ballroom. Yeah, like, I started bartending there. So, I mean, the whole thing was I only worked, like, two days a week, and I made a ton of money bartending to college kids so. yeah because there's so many and then i just played music the rest of the week and i think back and i'm like man i should have like worked two more days and just like save that money but yeah
2: but well, what are you yeah. do you mean?
3: uh hindsight <laughs> hindsight is 50 50 <laughs> um yeah yeah we played a lot of shows in seattle you know we toured and i was booking all the tours and i was booking everything mm-hmm. really haphazardly <laughs> yeah there was the internet back i, then, I, I though, did right? i had the internet and I was using like it was like some weird.
1: What do you mean by booking haphazardly? Because well, like, that just doesn't connect in my mind. Like, <laughs> you have to. Well, I you have to have your shit together no, when you book a tour. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not. What
3: are you <laughs> talking about? have you been just, doing it? No, wrong? I, no, you were doing it right. You guys. Uh, yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, <laughs> we like. I would just book. There was like a website called like Punk Something or Other, and it was like a basically a message board for like touring. There. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then I would just shoot out things and be like, hey, we're coming. This is kind of the rooting. Like, you know, these days is what we're looking for. Can you do anything? And they'd be like, yeah. And I was like, great. And then we would just show up. <laughs> and then, like, I would never like really. Wait, you didn't like do detail? I didn't do a lot of follow up. That was my, that no. was my problem. <laughs> I was young. I was busy. I was so busy doing stuff.
1: Yeah. Busy working two days a week. I I was busy like Like, getting
3: hammered at the cha cha every
1: night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, fair enough. You gotta you gotta at least like find out who you're playing with and stuff. You know make sure that
3: you know, those are details I'm not gonna remember now. Uh, Oh so awesome.
0: Okay, so you're in this band, you're haphazardly booking. Yeah,
3: you know, and you know, somehow I managed to Book two like U.S. tours doing that and I think you know the first one you know it's just like one of those things you just you know and I think like the most vivid memories from those days are just like we would never get hotels it was us just like in a van hanging out for like a month You know, we we (laughs) every night. Yeah, every night. We had a van we called Battle Cat. (laughs) We had a loft, like we had the wood loft built in. I I think I think we got it from another band that had already Mm -hmm. built it. And then we had taken out the van seat and put in just like a little shitty love seat that fit so we yeah. could take it so <laughs> we, a love seat. Yeah, so you know no seat belts. it's not secured yeah. yep. it's no. totally safe <laughs> you know it was fine but we toured in that like that way for the whole time that we did anything and then at night we would play and most likely we would just drive to the next rest stop throw the love seat on the by the side of the van or on top of oh, it oh that's and, that then, makes sense. Yeah. and then and then we you know two people slept on the loft and two people slept in the little space between the loft and the, yep. and the seats. Yeah. And, you know, we did that. I mean, we did that every night, I think. I mean, wow, I, that's impressive. I think there was maybe one or two nights that we did not sleep in the van. That's awesome. That's so cool. Damn, you know, but there's disadvantages of that too. Cause I, one was we did a lot of like, you know, haphazard touring is, you know, you do it in the, <laughs> in the dead of summer when it's yeah. the hottest yeah. uh-huh. and you know there was yeah. like we were playing in detroit and i had managed to get us a show at the what is the the, the mad what's the the magic shop what is the the venue there in detroit yeah the shelter no there's no it's like the it's the big one oh, the, with uh, the bowling alley but we did not play oh. the big one we played the we yeah we played the actual bowling alley yeah and, like the yeah and while we were playing it was the detroit pistons were in the Playoffs. Oh, so, so, so nobody so gave a shit about so you. So we were nobody playing, cares. and everybody's just like, stop. Please, yeah, Like, yeah. stop <laughs> Please playing. We're watching a basketball game, and we're just like, oh, these songs are short. Don't worry. With, we're we're going to play for 15 minutes, and we'll be done. Uh, but, but so we uh, – the Magic Stick. That's the name of the – Magic Stick. Yeah, that's the no. name of the place. But then, like, we – I think we got there a day early, and we slept in our van – that night. And when we woke up, it was probably like 120 degrees in the van. Jesus, that's we're safe, just like first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, safety first, guys. So yeah. we were just like, okay, let's like, and then we didn't have anything to do all day. We were in Detroit and we're just like, well, let's just go, we'll go to a grocery store, we'll grab some stuff, we'll go find a park, we'll like sit outside and have like a little, you know, New Mexicans picnic. It's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be lovely. That sounds delicious. Uh, so we go, we go, we go to the grocery store, and uh, Creighton has been vegetarian. I think he's vegan now, but he's been vegetarian for as long as sure. I've known him. Yeah, and he grabbed this like can of fake meat <laughs> to eat. It was like protein. Oh, yeah, I know those. It was yeah. just like this can that said like basically said fake meat on it you know Dude, i love like, that stuff
0: it's just gluten it's just
3: gluten yeah and we, it's
1: delicious can i really quickly can i stop the story yeah. real quick to talk about a little thing on tour which is like the safeway meal
0: oh yeah <laughs> like, like when you're trying to especially touring with a vegan
2: yeah when you're trying
1: to find like lunch or like an actual oh. meal and your option is a grocery store. Yeah. So you can't prepare anything. Like grocery stores are all about buying food that you take home and then mm, prepare. Exactly. Yeah, and
0: if their deli is closed. Yeah. You're it's SO. What are you going to do?
1: Yeah. And, and it's like, even if their deli is open, man, you're gambling on the bullshit that they have there. <laughs> is, right. You do not have access to a restroom. Yeah, it's, uh- and so it's like it's really, it's actually brutal, phenomenally challenging to find like a satisfying meal at a grocery store while on tour, and it is not uncommon to spend thirty <laughs> minutes <laughs> in is, the grocery that store is so trying to true. figure out what the <laughs> oh, fuck you're gonna God, eat. I can <laughs> so
0: many times. So many times, <laughs> four of us were wandering around in this fucking, you know, whatever, it would be Kroger in the middle of fucking Kansas. Yeah. Like, okay. And
1: I'm you're, gonna on, a,
0: you're get on your, like, this and this, and they can eat this, and I can eat this. You know, you're just trying to figure it
1: out. Yeah. You're on your fourth lap yeah. through the ship yeah, aisle yeah. where you're yeah. like, you're like, You check your your watch or your phone. You're like, we've been here for 25 minutes, and I still don't have food. Do I I just get sun
0: chips? (laughs) Sun chips aren't food.
1: Yeah. Three uh, Lunchables.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, anyways, Creighton grabs a can of fake meat.
3: Creighton has a can of fake meat, and we all just, like, grab, you know, whatever. Some Lunchables, some uh, Sun Chips. (laughs) You yeah. know, it's just like, it's just whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then we're like, okay, let's go. Like, I think there was a park over there and we're like going down. We get to the park and we turn in and then like, we realize that you know, like, we're in Detroit in like 98 or 99 mm-hmm. or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and it's like literally we pull in and there's a car that's in the pond. <laughs> <then What>? there's, <laughs> yeah. There's like a car like sticking the back end of the car is sticking out of the pond. <laughs> I did not think you were going to say that. There's another burned out car <laughs> and it's just like just <laughs> trash everywhere. And there's like, it sounds cozy. Oh, it's lovely. And then there's like, you know, there's a bunch of people like barbecuing and having a nice time, but they see the, our van pull in with, us in it and they all just like it's just like record stops and they're all just like heads turn and like what are these guys doing and we're just like oh don't <laughs> mind us we're just gonna have some lunch you know yeah and so we yeah. we park and we get out and we're like eating lunch and then creighton opens this can of food yeah
2: human <laughs>
3: human not meat food and like takes the bite or like tried to put it on bread or something uh, and he no. was just like just like spit it out And it was like he was like he was just like what did I do? And we were just like I we don't like I was thinking this the whole time. And he just takes he takes it and he just like flings it out. And there's like this little squirrel that like runs up, and the squirrel like (laughs) takes a bite and then spits it out and then (laughs) leaves. You know it's bad when the Detroit squirrel yeah. won't fuck eat yeah, it. That squirrel was just like, Man, what What did you guys buy? That's the worst food I've had in this burned out part. And then.
1: this squirrel has probably fought RoboCop.
3: And yeah, it was still not that squirrel that was, was yeah. RoboCop. It was like. <laughs> yeah. This food song. It was high on nuke and it Dude, still yeah. wouldn't eat <laughs> <at me. laughs> And then, yeah, it was just like, we were just like, oh, shit. So that was that was that. And then we went and played a show while the Pistons were playing, and oh man, that's rough. So on and so forth. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, brutal. the the, and the only other thing about sleeping in the van every night is that if it breaks down, then then, uh, then you're totally fucked. Because on that, I think it was that same tour. We like it rounded the U.S., you know, played shows and whatnot, and we had booked a show in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Sure. And um, we got there, and you know, the show was awful. Uh, (laughs) It was like in a, basically like a room that's this size, like 10 by 10 practice Uh space room with like another band and then like two weird girls, and that was it like yeah sure I mean, I don't yeah, like, Chris like yeah creases yeah, can the, be rad but not always it's a it's a crap yeah team. and you know especially if you're just like haphazardly booking a tour yeah you know it's yeah, like it uh, i don't even think the other band played they just kind of like let us play and then we're like okay see you later <laughs> we're like okay <laughs> yeah. and, and then we're driving and i don't remember what happened to the van but it was like okay like i'm not driving anymore so no, we, just
2: quit
3: <laughs> that man was, like, was like that food sucked i, I quit up. like uh, it, 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 it's like look at that squirrel and was like mm. <laughs> you know it's funny because we pull into this like garage and it's late at night and another funny thing is like we had a bunch of like locust sticker the band the locust stickers on okay, the band sure. yeah like one of us said like Get off the cross. The wood is needed, and, he, oh, <laughs> and that's right. one of them they, said, yeah, "Anything would, Jesus can do, I can do better." Okay, maybe, and we're in, maybe not. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we're and we're that's yeah. a so real quick
1: for 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 those who don't yes, know, please, there, there's a really <laughs> awesome grind band from San Diego called the mm-hmm. Locust. I, I think most people who listen to the show know who they yeah, are. Yeah, sure, if you don't still. know, check them out. They had some of the best, best witty song titles, and they just. Fucking made bumper stickers out of this song yeah, title. So get off the cross, the wood is needed. <laughs> yeah. Anything Jesus can do, I, I can just, do better. Etc. Yeah. etc. Et Which cetera. are
0: yeah. But here's the thing about putting stickers on your van. This is oh. a lesson that
3: we learned. As you get <laughs>
0: yeah. older Uh you realize that the only stickers that need to be on your van are an NRA sticker on the front window and a Jesus fish Mm -hmm. on the back bumper because that's what's going to keep you from getting stopped. Absolutely. Any punk sticker, anything else, any other sticker, and it's just cop bait, right? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. So maybe that's what you're leading towards. Well, it's
3: just the the thing. Yeah, you know, we were, like, we're in Las Cruces, which – Directly translates to the cross. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, we're, and our van is uh, getting worked on in a garage. Just and just so like gigantic. all of these people from the town are like walking by and just like looking at our stickers and shaking their heads at us. And we're just nah. like, Butter and just then we stuff. just like, uh, you know, slowly creep around the van and start peeling the stickers <laughs> off with razors so we don't get like <laughs> shot. <laughs> and then uh, and then we uh-huh. you know and then the mechanic's like you know we can fix this but it's gonna be overnight you know and we were like mm-hmm. okay so like i think right next door there was like some seedy ass motel and we all get in there and me and joe are like we're all just sitting there we're drinking beers and you know we're hanging out and then creighton and jeff were like out on the uh, you know it's shitty hotel so it's like room small balcony the walkway sure Um, that walkway yeah yeah so they're sitting out there like drinking beers and me and joe are are inside the room like watching tv and they start talking to the guy that's in the room next to us oh that's always good and yeah which is you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're very outgoing (laughs) his teeth. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he was like, "Hey, you guys are like you guys want to smoke some weed?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." And so they go into his room <laughs> with him and his like lady friend, and you know, and they're in there for a while. And me and Joe are just like just hanging out for a, like what felt like a you know it was a long time. I think like we had all, like we were basically like sleeping by the time they uh, yeah came back. And then all of a sudden they like burst through the door. And slam it behind him and like (laughs) close the blinds. And I'm like, Oh shit. What is going on? And one of them is just like, dude, we that wasn't weed. (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) And, And we were like, I was like, what? And he was like, oh man. And he said he had a gun and Jeff, like, Jeff was really into guns, and Jeff was like, oh, can I see your gun? And then the dude's like, are you guys cops? <laughs> <I'm not good. laughs> it, no. was like, it was like, <laughs> like freaking out. And then luckily his lady person, like, calmed him down, and Creighton and Jeff, like, got out. But the whole night we were just, like, <laughs> staring at the window. And, like, everybody that walked by just thought we were just going to get, like, shots through the window. I love that so like, he closed the blinds like that was oh, going to yeah, do something. Like,
0: You're protected Uh, now.
3: Dude, and (laughs) it was like, it was the the sketchiest night I think I've ever had in my whole life. Just like, (laughs) dude, we are going to get shot. (laughs) But luckily, we didn't. And then the sunrise, we got out, the van was <laughs> fixed, and then we uh, continued on our merry way. Woo! <laughs> that is just like, the, that was the most like hair on your neck, like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, don't go into somebody else's motel room.
0: I feel like you learned <laughs> two major lessons that oh, yeah. way, major tour lessons. And I think that anyone listening needs to take heed to those two lessons. Number yes. one, Get those stickers (laughs) off your van. Number two, don't go into the next door neighbors (laughs) at the shitty fucking motel. Because you know who's hanging out at shitty motels? Tweakers mostly. (laughs) I'm just saying it. it. You know, I've been. I've been to all those fucking motels, not on purpose. You know, and it's not fun. It's no, no, no.
4: Speaking of the stickers, uh, the band Leslie I was in, we got robbed in Philly. We can talk about that whole story, but. afterwards, (laughs) Afterwards, <laughs> we ended up getting uh, big magnets made that went on the uh, side of our van that said SJ and J landscaping. And we would put them on nice. the doors yes. of the van. They were like 18 by 24 inch. That's pretty smart. So the people just thought it was like a trailer full of yeah. you know, probably you know, heavy mowers. Really, lawnmowers smart. And, really and, smart. And uh yeah, and so we we rode around with those. I forgot about that until we were just talking about the stickers on the van, but we we never put any stickers because we anybody no, that's people like, to know it. Was yeah, a, a, there was gear it, in there. As soon as
3: I see a trailer with stickers, I'm like, "You guys are going to get
4: robbed!" Yeah,
1: Jonathan, I totally want to hear about you guys getting robbed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I can't wait to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start from earlier in your in oh, yeah. your
4: music career though so you started out in farewell to fashion yeah yeah was your first touring, touring band yeah they were in florida i mm-hmm. it was kind of my first move away from home too i couldn't wait to get out of charleston but they offered me a spot they had come through played all books actually in in somerville which i know mm-hmm. yeah know, kimbo came through there
1: yeah let's talk about yeah, All Books sure. real quick what it's, is that place? uh
4: man i like the sound of it man <laughs> so i so i grew up in a small town somerville south carolina it's uh-huh. it, you know it's growing now but But it's teeny tiny podunk. And my buddy Brad and my buddy Thomas, they wanted to have some shows. So they talked to this lady who owned a bookstore into letting them throw shows at night, like DIY shows. And he built it. Pretty quick from just kind of like regional bands to just, you know, bands, I mean, nationally touring bands coming through and uh, man, some legendary shows there, like, you know, the fire marshal would have a stroke if he walked, (laughs) you know, past the place (laughs) with some of these things because it was so many kids in there. But yeah, man, it was just like a flash in the pan. It happened and then it was gone. I mean, maybe three or four years, but it was like so many, so many awesome bands came through there and it was just a, everybody came out to the shows because nobody came through town really i mean every now and then you know we would have there's a band called stretch armstrong from columbia and they would Mm -hmm. come down and play the vfw um yellow card actually came through and played the vfw we opened for them one of the bands i was in before they you know blew up glass eater i don't know if you know that band but every now and then these bands would like come through and so everybody would come out to the show but we wanted a place where like you know we could always throw shows so brad and thomas that all books was awesome it was so good so yeah
1: like akimbo caught word of this place like early in our Mm -hmm. our touring career we caught word of them i i believe it was we got a tip from a buddy band of ours transistor transistor who was a new hampshire band nat if you're out there yeah get in touch i want to say hi (laughs) but yeah we we heard about this place through them and yeah i sent thomas an email And it was like, it was one of the most effortless, like, show bookings. Yeah. "Yeah, He's
4: awesome. I'll book you.
1: Yeah. Come on through. And Somerville, South Carolina is exactly what you think it might be when you picture (laughs) it in your mind. It's the home of sweet
4: It claims to be the birthplace of sweet tea. Mm, So that should, that that should sum it up for you. (laughs) I agree. (laughs)
1: Um, (laughs) I think I, before we were recording, I kind of told the anecdote of like when you go on, on tour and you're like early for a show and you you sort of park the van, you're like, Oh, let's go walk around and look at some stuff and find something to do. Somerville is one of those towns where you, you park the van and you're like, We'll go find something to do. And and then you walk. Yeah. The <laughs> well, I guess we'll go to this gas station. And then you, you go over
0: here, and you, you go over there, and go around. back to the van.
1: <laughs> yeah, you turn around, you
4: go back <laughs> to your van. No, yeah. There's
1: nothing yeah. nothing in there. I mean, town there's a uh,
4: there's still a full service gas station like a block from where All Books was. Which they'll come and Sick. pump your gas for you yeah you know they'll you know, oh. your oil and do your <laughs> yeah. windshield the whole thing but the shows at this bookstore were they were man because everybody came out and everybody was just super stoked they were you know it was just they were fun they were fun it was actually yeah. when i joined farewell to fashion that was the first show i played with them was at all books we came up from florida played that and then the next yep. night we were right outside philadelphia so that haphazard booking thing yeah oh
3: yeah Yeah, we've
4: all done it. We can can
3: drive from Somerville to Philly. Philly, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But like like All Books was
1: such an ace to have up your sleeve. Because when you're booking East Coast, you know there's a teeny tiny town that sort of like cuts your drive in a really nice way that you can play it on a Tuesday or Wednesday and a bunch of bored excited kids yeah. are going to show up and have a blast the shows there were so energetic and like oh, yeah. bouncy the the places went off and it was so fun and you get paid well and like everyone was excited and they buy merch and stuff. oh man yeah,
4: is this cool so old Really old building. It's like the one of probably one of the older buildings in Somerville. I would say it was probably before nineteen hundred it was it was built. So it was like it had this hardwood floor and like these faux brick walls. Probably sounded killer. I mean, who knows? Dude, I don't think anybody <laughs> cared about you know like back. Well, then. I'm a sound guy, so yeah. I care about <laughs> that shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean like back then, you know, we were off. All- 15, 16, it was just like, we were just stoked sure. a band was coming through. We didn't care how they sounded. It was like, you know, it was so awesome. Mm-hmm. It, was cool. it was a cool thing to have for as long as we had it. Man, it was fun, yeah. History. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, with Farewell to Fashion, we that was the first show I played with them was at All Books, and then we toured on around, and that was my very first tour. So I was like, you know, I was excited. I'd never been out of the Southeast, how old were really. Uh, 18, 19, something like that. Damn. Yeah. 19. Mm-hmm. I just started college. I don't even think I'd finished my first semester. And uh, I got the call from them, and my parents were like, yeah, go do it. So, Sweet. so I, I went down and, and tried out and uh, ended up just leaving my my stuff there. Came back and I think took my exam, and then I, I went back down for a week and rehearsed a set until we hit the road. Damn. That's awesome. It, yeah, it was, but I, I was just underprepared because, um, <laughs> you know, by the time, like, it was like early February, by the time we had gotten – You know, yeah, it was Buffalo, and we all I had was a jean jacket. Early February in Buffalo, (laughs) yeah, New York. We got there, and uh, we passed this bank, and it said eleven degrees Fahrenheit, three in the afternoon, and and I, I had never experienced anything like that up to that point in my life. That must be broke. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah, (laughs) there's no way. What are you talking about? Get out of the van or open the window. I'm like. That can't be right, you know, and it was correct, and it was a beautiful sunny day. You know, I just had never, (laughs) so I I was so underprepared. We went to Niagara Falls, and I thought I was going to die. I had Chuck Taylor's (laughs) and and a Uh, jean jacket and jeans, and that was like the warmest thing I had, very unprepared. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> way underprepared. So, yeah, I thought I was gonna die. uh Called my dad from a payphone, and I was like, "Hey, you know, I hate to ask, but I I need some money because I got to get a jacket. I'm in yeah, Buffalo. you got to
2: get a. <laughs> like, you, know, like,
4: you know, you're a dumbass. You know, just yeah, I'm like, yeah, I do. So, anyway, just you know, being green, money, being green. You learn. Did he throw
0: the book at you? Was he? <laughs> no, he laughed. He just called me a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> That's a good dad. <laughs> yeah,
4: that van never had tags. It never had insurance. Like the tags had been expired for in the nineties at some point. What? And this, this, this was like two thousand and two that I was in this van. Oh Somehow my god! We never. You were like whole. you were like slapped in the face. <laughs> you are fucking with some shit there insane man and we never got pulled over somehow I think that the van was like they were trying to repossess it too because I remember every time we would get back to Florida we'd have to like hide the van like we'd have to park it in a different, (laughs) different place you know <laughs> so, so I, I didn't keep. I didn't know about the. Fun. I just joined the band. You know, I came down there. I yeah. didn't get involved in the finances. I was just young and happy to be in some band that was touring. You know, I didn't care that we were. I don't know. Like Rob said, we never got hotels. We got a ro- hotel one time, and it was in Toledo, Ohio. We had gotten to play this. Uh, gotten there to play this place, uh, Reggie's or something like that. I mm-hmm. I think. Anyways, we started to load in, and it started to snow. And by the time we finished playing, there was snow like you know above the the tires because that happens
0: sometimes
4: (laughs) so So green i had no idea well you're from the
0: south how the fuck are you gonna know that shit i thought
4: it was just in national geographic that these things happen yeah (laughs) Yeah. this doesn't happen in the u.s man we're american so we had to get a hotel that night because we would have died in the van we would have frozen to death but we had the loft you know, we did the loft thing and we had the second bench seat was out and we had the Ampeg uh-huh. 810 base cabinet, you know, this huge oh, yeah, sure. yeah. The refrigerator is, is what we like to call That's it. That's what which we is call it. Describe yeah. it. If you don't know what that is. But we just laid that cabinet down and one person would sleep on that, one on the floor, Comfy. one on the bench, two in the loft, you know, and we had a merge guy. Somebody would have to sleep in a front seat laying down, but. And all right
0: so have you two guys <laughs> ever heard about asking someone to sleep on their floor
4: well, we did that too i did i have lots <laughs> of that man slept on okay. some floor. i made
3: i did i don't think like i mean we were we were always <laughs> just like i think it's better in the van yeah and it might Cause be we like it might be we were <laughs> like there's one time in like in Little Rock, Arkansas. There's the yeah. filth, you know, and yeah, the people like, you don't we, know. We, the we, van is we the played a show now. in Little Rock <laughs> at a house, and it was like a rad show. And they're like, "Yeah, you can just stay here." And then it was just like, I've also been kind of, uh, especially back in the old days, I was always a little bit like hygiene forward, yeah. <laughs> where it was like, I guess that's fair enough. <laughs> I was like, we stayed at this house, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna take a shower, and then. I was like, yeah, "This is bad idea." Because I was like, "I didn't, I didn't bring a towel," and then all the other towels were like, "Oh, uh, we I don't want to like, get into never. that. Bring your own yeah, towel like, thing." Yeah, I know. I've, I've, I've heard the conversation, but I, yeah, you know, I was, uh, but then I just, I think I just stood there, uh-huh. I just waited. Just but it was also dried off, off, just so just it was like drip dry, drip dried. But it was like summer, and oh, it was super humid. So I was just like, I just, I was just wet uh-huh. for the rest of the tour. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, you know you were.
4: we learned to a a good trick was like right right when wi-fi was starting to you know be in every hotel and stuff Uh like the passwords were either non-existent or something like guest one two three yeah and so so we would always pull up right next to a hotel that had a pool Uh We would steal the wi-fi sleep in the van next morning you know lather up in the van run and jump into the pool (laughs) <laughs> went That's amazing. Only got busted one time doing that in Columbus, Georgia. Some some maid, you know, she just gave me the third degree yeah. yelling and she called call the cop. But I I just finished up and yeah. you know, got out of there. I had my just, trunks on. I wasn't like skinny dipping yeah. or anything. But we pulled that move all the time. You had yeah. Wi Fi, you could, you know, do whatever That's you needed beautiful. to do. And, yeah, man. That That is like, again, that's that's another
0: thing that would only work in the south or the southwest. No offense, but, you know, because it's warm enough and you can just like, there's a lot of pools and whatnot. Yeah, Yeah, man,
4: we did did that quite
1: a bit. I have a very quick pool anecdote. We were playing South by Southwest in Austin, Texas once. And it was at the end of the day and like like when you play South by Southwest, you play like seven shows a day. And then we usually would stay with friends in Austin. But this time we had a hotel room. I don't remember why. I think I think we were with like a traveling crew and we actually had like somebody had a hookup who could get a hotel room. So we had a hotel and there was a Wendy's like two blocks away from the hotel. So we're like kinda at the end of the day, but it's not like end of the day, like four AM end of the day. Like we had played a bunch of matinees that day and we we're actually like finished at a yeah. reasonable hour. I think it was like, you know, sure. six or 7 p.m. or something. It was like, oh, we can just relax in the <laughs> hotel room tonight. This right. is going to be nice. <laughs> um, and so we're all done with the day. We're at the hotel. There's like two blocks down, there's a Wendy's. Crew of people go to the Wendy's to get food. And we're walking back and it starts raining. Um, when it starts raining in Texas, yes, the skies open up. And the raindrops are like <laughs> a cubic gallon of water.
0: It's kind of the same it in rains, California. It's it the rains, same in the Southwest
1: everywhere. It rains. You know?
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's
1: like desert rain. It rains like the devil's piss for yeah. 30 seconds and then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, we're literally walking out of the Wendy's and it's like, <laughs> boom splash <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and we're like oh and we all start running back to the hotel and it's it's just a meager two blocks and by the time we get to the hotel like are we have <laughs> wet paper bags full of bread and potatoes oh, yeah. much and it's you just kind of just like you just drop your wow. bag on the ground. We're like, well, <laughs> that's just wet and disgusting. <laughs> and then it, like there's a pool in the foyer of the mm-hmm. like the outdoor like lobby area. And so we all just like fuck it. Just like walked <laughs> into the pool.
3: <laughs> With your clothes on in the bag. You're just holding the bag. So totally like deserted. slow walk in.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: we just we just
1: walked into the pool. <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, we didn't mention it up top, but now's a good time to take a break and listen to the band that Rob and Jonathan have together. I mean, they already talked about it during the interview. Here's some magic dust. This album is not out yet. Maybe it's out soon. Ooh, premiere. Here it is. So, Jonathan, I heard that you once did a tour in a 15-passenger van with 15
4: passengers. <laughs> it's called Grown Men. Is that true? Yes. That sounds I, gross. Grown, yes. <laughs> Grown Men. So I was in this band, Leslie, and uh, we were a three-piece band. And we had we had this full tour booked, you know, coast to coast, like in between was the South by Southwest stop, you know, to do that thing. And uh And, um, we did like one leg of it that was like a short stint kind of in the southeast when we were first getting to know these guys. And we hit it off really, really well. Our van breaks down. And we're like, crap, we don't have the money to fix this thing. We can't do this whole tour. That who was, were the it, dudes? It, the band was called Bang Camaro, and they're from Boston. Okay. I guess I need to explain Bang Camaro um, if you don't know who are. Yeah, it's band kind of a fucked up name. I I've so never heard of them. They're, they're from Boston. So it's a four piece band as far as musicians go, but they have anywhere from six to sometimes up to like 16 to 18 singers. <laughs> Singers. Singers? depending on depending on what city they're in because they had they had members all over the country okay. that would only come out like maybe for the show that was in their city or they would have maybe like somebody who would jump in the van and do like a three show string wow that was like where they were and then they had like a core group of singers that was um they like to roll with like six dudes and And a sound. So we hit it off with the dudes, and they're like, you know what? Why don't you guys just hop? We'll share gear. You guys hop in the van with us. And it turned out that they needed an extra singer. So our bass player, Jason, decided, you know, he's like, yeah, I'll sing for you guys. I'll do double double duty. Yeah, because they wanted at least six singers on stage. So they're they're like, you know, Uh, I'm trying to imagine. I'm trying to figure out how to explain what what they sound like. They achieve that like echoey, reverby, yeah. uh, '80s, uh, you know, kind of uh, arena rock sound, but they get it live because so they have like all Def of Def Leppard.
0: But there's exactly. a bunch of dudes
4: singing and girls or whatever singing at the same of time. drugs and girls and just partying and they're dude and I'm each sort of, these of guys, into this
0: band and i've never no, 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 heard of no. them before.
4: Probably, it, it's something to behold and they all were like frontmen of their own bands back home but like bang yeah. camaro was there. and they're on the the game rock band how the, have the i never name. heard
0: of this band i know it's insane because
4: we're old Jeff. The brainchild of the band bryn i think he's a game developer and he, i think that's how they got on rock band but yeah that got him a lot of notoriety so the, you know this tour was pretty cool anyways we ended up doing 15 grown men in a, a 15 passenger van from coast to coast. We called it the max capacity tour. Oh my God. It's not smelling. Oh, it was absolutely insane. Everywhere we went. W- when we did South by Southwest, we ended up renting a whole house
2: <laughs> and sure. so
4: there were 15 of us in this house, just a debauchery nonstop from every coast, everywhere we went. Uh, Let's see. We accidentally went to Canada.
3: What you
0: uh, accidentally went You can't just say we Oh, let's see. We accidentally went to
4: Canada. See, I've accidentally gone to Canada twice. I've been detained, <laughs> detained by customs. He's a good twice. southern boy, man. Don't take him up north. Yeah. He
0: doesn't He doesn't understand borders.
4: I've since been cultured, but at the time I, uh, you know, I was very green. And this was a time when we were following directions from MapQuest where you just had like a list of directions, Oh, yeah, you had a, it was printed MapQuest, out kind of. Yeah. So, well, on the Max Capacity Tour, we end up having a a day or two off near uh, Buffalo, and we decide to go see the Falls. So everybody just kind of hops in the van, and the only people that had ID were like, you know, not everybody grabbed their wallet, I guess. The one person who really needed it was uh, Ben Camaro's uh, bass player, Dawes. He's from New Zealand, and Mm -hmm. he has a very thick accent, and uh, we, you know... We're we're headed to the falls, and whoever Bren, I think he was from Buffalo, and he's like, don't get on the Peace Bridge, don't get on the Peace Bridge. That takes you to Canada. Sure. yeah. We driving her to take the peace bridge, <laughs> take
2: the peace bridge. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. so-
1: Probably because it's 14 other guys in the van trying to have a conversation. Oh, especially, <laughs> you're 100% and-
4: right, yeah. It was just so many people talking. So we get on the peace bridge, and it's somebody's like, Oh, shit, what did you do? We're going to Canada, you know. Everybody just is like starting to pull weed out of their pockets and <laughs> eat it, and like, do all this, shit, you I've know. And then they're on the other way around. And but- we, uh-huh. we stop at this customs like stop they like i guess you could buy duty-free alcohol and stuff there before you mm-hmm. actually went through customs I, I don't remember how it worked out exactly but i just remember stopping maybe it was a rest area we decided to hell with it let's just do a u-turn on the peace bridge and we'll yeah. head back to the u-around like good idea right oh. <laughs> sounds good to me <laughs> not to the u.s customs oh. people we had to come back no. through and they're like, no. you know, how long were you in Canada? And we're like, oh, we actually didn't go. We just did a U-turn. And they're like, <laughs> you did a U-turn? <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's like this band full of long haired dudes. And they're like, looking, what the hell are you guys doing? Like, you know, because everybody's with us. You know, and they're like, well, we were going to whatever. We didn't mean to go to Canada. And then Dawes speaks up with his accent. And dude immediately is just like, all right, let's see some IDs. And Dawes is just like, uh, I don't have an ID I mean, <laughs> no, you know. Oh, no. And he, yeah, and he's <laughs> like, let's everybody pull over right over there. You know, everybody exit the vehicle. They ended up like these guys had a way with just sweet talking everybody in their path. And, and they ended up like um, – identifying dogs like uh, confirming who he was i believe by like looking up this footage that they had just like from where they had just played on conan o'brien and so he's like no we're we're in this band Mm -hmm. like i know this sounds crazy but you can like look it up on the internet so the officers i guess ended up doing this and anyways they're like you guys are idiots just like go just go back to the u.s that was the second time i accidentally went to canada by the way (laughs)
3: <laughs> you gotta know how to sweet talk cops. Yeah. You do, you do. Step step
4: one is be white. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's the first step. I think yeah. that's the first like ten steps,
4: right? Yeah. So yeah. We, we also on that same tour in New Mexico, right outside Albuquerque, probably sixty miles out, we I remember we uh we're getting back on the interstate and, and Dan, their sound guy, was driving, and I remember him taking this on ramp that was, you know, like one of those curves that has you like turn around and kiss your own ass. Like just a real tight cur- mm-hmm. curve and i was like man we're going kind of fast and maybe a mile down the road you, these people are just like flagging us down in this car like telling us to look back and there's smoke just billowing out from the trailer oh no
0: them. what
4: yeah have <laughs> taken the curve too fast and like the wheel bearing blew out on the trailer so we pull over into this abandoned deserted you know s- strip club in the middle of the desert you know 60 miles east of albuquerque and we end up uh, calling a tow truck driver, and the the crazy thing is the tow truck driver was uh, from Somerville, South Carolina. No, go,
0: you're fucking with me. That's a what? I swear
4: to God, I swear to you. That's yeah, amazing. That was so that, that was worked wild. out well. Yeah, so we ended up making it to Albuquerque, played the show, and I think we had to spend a couple of days there getting the trailer fixed. But that was wild. We that was like you know, I mean. Crazy tour.
0: This is a weird jump because you just said that you were in Buffalo and then you said we ended up making it to Albuquerque.
4: No, no, we we, we did. We toured with them for it ended up being about nine, maybe about eight months throughout the year, different stints. Sick. You know, we would do that Southwest. Yeah. do We would do. Damn. You guys are just like, let's just all get in the van again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah but-
0: <laughs> Please. We love you. Yeah, we love yeah. each other. That was That's so, so great. Much fun.
3: Yeah. And real quick, go
1: into the logistics of living in a van that where every seat is filled by a person and like I'll give the listeners some context here before you talk about what that's like like you know when you're on tour like most of your day is spent sitting in a van Yeah, and if you're driving you're fucking working but everyone else is is just trying to take it easy you're trying to nap reading a book maybe you're reading you're Listen to music, you know, if you have the room for it, you know, you might be like sprawled out on a bench seat, with your backpack behind your head. Some I know some people who write music yeah, sure. in the van when they're, when the they're you know, on or board, whatever. they got their guitar out. Um, these teeny tiny like little slices of luxury you can grab for yourself when you're not the driver are essential to sort of like keeping your mental health and like feeling like you can get a fucking break on tour. It's it's kind of funny too. Like like just in general, like road trips, like when you're just drive forever, you're not doing anything. You're just sitting still and driving. Yeah. But it's, it's exhausting. So like when you get to where you're going, you're fucking exhausted, right? So what was it like not like no one can... Do anything but just sit upright for hours. Oh, man. Right? Like, you, you can't fuck. Like,
4: what was uh, that like? Dude, you know, it goes through, I, I don't know. <laughs> There's always somebody going through something dealing with, like, you know, a wife back home that's pissed off her girlfriend, <laughs> or like somebody's not feeling well, or you, you just beg to drive. Like, can I please? <laughs>
3: yeah, can I have something to focus on, you know, please? It's the only time where you're, you're drawing
4: straws. It, oh, yeah, and it sucks to be yeah. the short guy because the tall guys all got the aisle seat so that they can put uh, their legs the motherfucker by the door. Yeah, You know, and it was like, if mm. you got the very uh, back corner, it's, it's just fun. the worst, man, yeah. You have 15 grown men that are eating fast food. It's like flying coach. You know what that oh. smells like. No, oh, yeah. you nobody. Know, yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, we, you have to strategically do pee breaks and I don't know man it was we ended up working it out it was a lot of fun but like how many bottles of urine were in that van oh man
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's impressive actually
1: but like (laughs) Rob Rob, you couldn't even like even if you had to piss in a bottle, yeah, you just so had what to, are you like, gonna do? Dry, yeah. dry, hey, dry at and you gotta look at your <laughs> <is, like>, neighbor, <Next laughs>
3: your Yeah, man, you just gotta put a blanket on top uh, until it gets wet. <laughs> I guess, I guess the blanket works. That would <laughs> work. Yeah. Oh, it's always wet, but
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not my blanket. Then
3: you, got, you got
1: like the, the windows, <laughs> you got the windows down, and the air is blowing through the van. You got the smell,
4: just like. <laughs> Tornadoes were oh, so floor. gross. That was wild. That's,
0: that's intense, dude. That's a crazy story. It was
4: <laughs> it was. I mean that was like that was basically I I think that's how I spent two thousand and nine. I think the majority <laughs> of that year was spent in a van with fifteen <laughs> grown men. Late two thousand and eight or early, early two thousand and nine, I believe. Well get on you, brother. And and I still touch with almost all of those dudes i mean we spent a lot of close quarters together you know we like (laughs) learn a lot about each other in a little bit of time you
1: basically went to war with those guys so yeah
4: no doubt about it
0: let's play a track from one of john's older bands this one is from the band leslie
1: Yes, sir. We would be remiss to not ask you about your time with Band of Horses here. I know,
0: because it was this little sleeping giant back there, like, oh, well, we're not going to ask him, but yeah, we're going to ask you.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, the vast majority of the stories I probably can't tell, so... Boo!
1: Boo! (laughs) Boo!
3: (laughs) At it, insane. The vast majority of those stories I don't want to tell, because I don't want you guys to get sued. (laughs) But... There's a couple of Fair them. Enough. Uh, Fair enough. Speaking of like sweet talking to cops, it's yeah. just like there's there's like when me and Creighton first joined, they had just recorded the first record, mm. and we were doing the touring, and we got booked at the Sasquatch Festival. Oh, yeah. out yeah, of course.
1: Uh, we know that out here in the Northwest. Mr. George. Walker. Sandrider played that. Did you really? Not on oh, the dude, same that. stage that Band of Horses would have played on. Like. <laughs> oh, no. We, <laughs> oh, no, no we,
3: we, were, we were playing the small stage. We, this was side stage. Yeah, this is like, oh, yeah? first off, we were still in the old Carissa's Weird van, like the old blue van
0: okay yeah sure. and God,
3: okay one yeah. of i think one of the reasons they hired me is because i had a license
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
3: i did i did all the driving <laughs> a play. Uh, yeah and uh so i i did all of, i basically drove that band around for you know the first couple tours that we did and we were leaving seattle and we were going out with another band called mount egypt who was basically this one dude travis Graves who's great mm-hmm. and uh Mark Zolario was with us he was the manager at the time of the boh so they were in one van and then all of us were in the other band. I think it was me and Creighton and Ben. And I believe Joe Arnone was playing with us at the time. And we had gotten like like an ounce of weed mm-hmm. for this tour. Sure,
0: you want to take some weed with you. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you know, because we, we enjoy doing that stuff. Yeah. So we, we had split it up between the two vans. I think we had like three glass jars in our van. <laughs> glass jars? Yeah, it, it, okay. it was fancy, man so we know, were, you, uh, normally you put in a bag <laughs>
1: yeah, a horse, yeah. like
3: a
0: plastic
1: no, bag it's cool I'm I, sorry
0: no judgment
1: this isn't like like blood hag yeah, we'll,
0: the we'll talk about the it's Blood Hag bringing weed. weed
3: with us oh. after his story trust we had a book carved <laughs> up with a pipe in it'd I'd, i I'd be stoked no, I'll, uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you this so we we're leaving Seattle our, you know we're there and you know, now I realize that that like stretch, getting to Sasquatch, getting to the gorge, is like notorious for cops just waiting to pull people over. You of know? course, why not? And <laughs> yeah, and so we're driving <laughs> our van, and you know everybody's in the back just smoking as much weed as they can, and we're going, and then all of a sudden, you know, we see the lights, or I see the lights, and we're just like, I was just like, okay, guys, we're getting pulled over, you know,
2: <laughs> Yeah. Rolled it's, down the window, uh, down the window. To go to jail. <laughs>
3: because we have a ton of weed on us. And so, you know, they pull us over, and the cop rolls up. Well, first... They pull us over, and then uh, Travis and Marcus are in another van, and they drive by, and their faces are just, like, looking at me like, oh,
2: <laughs> you guys, uh, yeah.
3: this whole tour. Yeah, this was the first yeah. show on a national tour, so, like, the Gorge was number yeah, one. so they got they a big question mark show. in their eyes. Yeah, exactly. They were just like, you, this thing's over. So we pull over, and then the cop comes up, and he's just like, uh, you guys smoking weed? And I was like, yep. <laughs> I was like, I was just, was like, you
2: guys
3: got yeah we like yes we do. We, so we had, yeah yes we do. He's like are you smoking weed? I'm like no sir I'm driving. So I'm not I'm not smoking. I'm not yeah. I don't drink, I don't smoke. I'm driving. And he's like okay, well everybody out. And so
5: <laughs> pull out and
3: you know he's like he's walking me like I go with him off, and then four or five other cop cars yeah, show sir. up. It's a whole thing, man.
1: Yeah, they're like on the mic, like all giddy, like
3: you <laughs> <said>
1: yes, <laughs> he said yes. What, what do <laughs> I do? It's <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah, bring the whole department
3: down. Was, yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. So I'm just like standing with the cop that pulled us over, and the other cops like are pulling everything out of the van mm-hmm. they have creighton and ben and joe like in handcuffs jesus by the van you know i'm not in handcuffs they never they didn't That's handcuff me you're either.
0: honest you're honest because i'm, I'm a, a yeah i'm a
3: a plus straight arrow <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
3: they have all of the gear everything's out of the van everything's opened up the guitar cases are open guitars are out of the cases everything everything's out, of, everything's out jesus,
0: of everything what do they think going to
3: happen because like, we, we were probably you know I was being so forward with them. They just probably thought we were like... Yes, we are trafficking a huge pile of (laughs) heroin. don't do it while all this is going on i'm just like talking to the cop i'm just like yeah so how's how's being a cop you know <laughs> how's your day going uh-huh. you know what are you been doing and i was like oh yeah you know i've always like thought about law enforcement and how hard it must be and blah 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 <laughs> and i'm just like you know Dandering. and then yeah and then i'm like yeah you know we're uh you know we're going to sasquatch you know that festival and then after that uh you know we're going to spokane and we're playing with shooter jennings uh-huh. Cause that was the next show is shoot we were open for Shooter Jennings and he's like Shooter Jennings <laughs> you guys are playing Nuh-uh. Shooter Jennings I was like yeah Hell, that's whaling, yeah that's Waylon Boy <laughs> he's like oh man he's like okay I'll be right back <laughs> <And so, laughs> oh, he had oh, like shit. oh shit so he like goes and he's like talking to all the other cops and uh and, you know he's like they're like blah, 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 and we're like yeah you know we're playing we're doing Shooter Jennings and then we're playing like Letterman and like but there's like Day yeah, one of yes, like it was gonna big, it was gonna blow big up. big time out. It was blowing yeah, up and, uh, at that point. Yeah, it was the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And then so the cop like comes over and talking to me and he was like, Okay, well listen. <laughs> He's like, Well, technically, <laughs> we don't know if this is weed until we get it tested. Oh <laughs> shit. I was, wow. like, oh, I was really? like sweet. That's great. And then he was like, Okay, well, so we'll just we'll just let you guys go. No way. Let's shoot it out. Yeah, dude, what we had a fuck. half ounce of weed uh-huh. at least yeah. in the van with obviously, and blazing. everybody had Yeah, been guns and blazes. Yeah, just like, beep, beep, beep,
0: beep. everyone's high as shit. Smoke
3: was coming out yeah. of the window. style. It was like absolutely nuts, and we were just like, cool. The one big bummer was, or we had also had. An ounce of mushrooms oh no. in the car. <laughs> that, that's great. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, we had hidden them. And then Crane was like, Oh, we have, like, oh, here are our mushrooms too. And they're like, Oh, sweet. It's too bad you gave us those because the canine doesn't smell mushrooms. Oh, and we were like, mother- The
0: cops <laughs> were high for weeks after that. <laughs> they're
3: like, Yeah, y'all, y'all get on down the road.
0: They're yeah. handing their friends out <laughs> the just wrap. big handfuls of fucking shrooms. They're like, Here we go. We're going to Sasquatch, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I just turned around and told Yeah, for really real. Hard. But it's like, you know, the whole thing was, it was so nuts. We loaded the van back up. Everybody was just like, what the fuck? And I was like, you know, I was just being nice to the cops. And we drove to the next rest stop, and Marcus and Travis are there, and they're like looking at us like, how the fuck are you guys not in jail forever? These smooth and times. I was like, yeah, thank you, Shooter Kidding. Shooter Kidding yeah. saved us from a year of jail. Dude.
1: <laughs> Robbie, you yeah, can be my manager <laughs> any day. It's
3: one of those things. I, I, I don't know how, but I've never been arrested and uh, never gone to work Weirdo. For yeah. any of the. <laughs> Dude, I, there's so many times that. I have so many stories where, like, why wasn't I arrested? But That's an
1: awesome story, and I'm super glad that you guys didn't get fucked up there. But, like, it makes me so mad at cops that they can just selectively be like, no, you guys are cool. Well, this isn't weird until we test it, blah, 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 where other people, they're just like, you're going to jail, motherfucker. Anyways, this isn't a Yell at Cops podcast. No. You said that you played on Letterman.
3: We (laughs) did it a couple times. Yeah, you did. I watched it. We did it for the funeral. Mm -hmm. And then when we did the second record, we played Is There a Ghost? on that yes. uh David Letterman show. That's
0: killer.
2: It's one of
3: my my favorite things is I have a Letterman uh coffee oh, that's mug. So sick. That's sick. I remember
0: seeing I you guys on before. that after literally the last time I saw you in person, the next time I saw you was on Letterman and I was like those are my fucking guys. They're fucking killing it. <laughs> They're
3: fucking killing it. You're we almost like like, what a bunch no, of. No, man. Come
0: on. <laughs> like that's just sick. But
3: I mean, I think I had probably the funeral time was great. Yeah. It was fun. And then when we did Is There a Ghost on that show, it was like it was probably the most traumatic experience I've ever had Whoa. in my whole life. What? Yeah, why is that? So we go and, you know, we do the sound check and whatever. And um, I played with the capo on that mm-hmm. song. And they had these guitar stands that I wasn't used to. Okay. Where it's like one of those, like, you put it in and it goes down and then it locks in. It's like fancy guitar stand. I'm like, okay. So I put my guitar in there. And then we just like wait around, you know. And I'm also very, I get very, very nervous before. Before your Letterman gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? I mean, I don't know. I've never been there. but for every show that I play, I probably take like six or seven pisses and like just nervous ball of energy. Even today before this, just like nervous energy, you know, yeah. going on. Yeah, sure, and, um, sure. I get it. So it's time. And the TV aspect of stuff is like, it's real fast. And they're like, okay, you know, go out, all the dudes bring your stuff out, set it up. And then, you know, it's all on like little wheeled uh-huh. guys and they just, and it's all set up. And then you grab your guitar and I was, put my guitar on and I'm trying to tune it. Yeah. Like make sure everything's in tune, and it's just not yeah. making any <laughs> sense whatsoever. Oh no. Like I'm hitting the thing and it's just like my little chromatic tuner is like, yeah. sorry, like, I don't know what you're doing. This is not a note. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not playing a note. Like, you're, they're like, <laughs> this isn't working. And then all of a sudden it's like the lights are real oh, bright no. and everybody's oh, no. like, "Look at the audience and you're know, like, you're like, what the fuck is going on? I'm just like trying not to totally panic, yeah. and I'm holding my. I'm trying to figure this out, and then all of a sudden, David Letterman's like, eh, "Our next guest is, you know, band of horses. God damn it! You know, go for it." I'm just like, "Oh my god!" And I just start. Is there a ghost? And it's like, rear, 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 like what if you the know, know that
0: song, you know on? that is a very specific guitar-oriented.
3: Right. Yeah, uh, and it's just <laughs> oh, not shit. working. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And everybody's like, starts playing, and <laughs> like, and then I have to say, luckily Ben was just like, okay, stop. Yeah, we're gonna do this go over. over. And then, Good for him. Fuck, and then him like, you guys done this before? And I was just like, uh, motherfucker yes, Now it's your <laughs> like, fault that the, your fucking looking, in and the and wrong spot. Like, oh. No, it, it had come loose. I'd taken it off of the guitar thing, and it had. Unpopped the capo. Lame. So the capo was just yeah. like basically doing harmonics yeah, on all the strings. And I was just like, and I just closed the capo and then we played. And at least oh they allowed the cut, dude. Yeah. Dude, but it was like, Jeez. just the eyes of yes. everyone. Like, Adrian. you know, it was the worst nightmare you have. Yes. When yes. you're trying to do something and it's just not yeah.
1: working, if you think about the collective money that yeah, goes into no, paying right? everyone on TV. And they're, and they're looking at you like, like yeah, ten
2: thousand dollars. <laughs> <to you laughs> waste-
1: <laughs> yeah, if, if, if you waste thirty seconds of everyone's time, you've wasted like forty-seven thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, well,
3: yeah, that was that was the most I'm nightmare sorry, man. experience I think I've ever had. I don't a, feel not, like you it's know, your fault though. What doesn't kill you makes you mm-hmm. feel smaller. <laughs> that's good yeah so but then you know okay. it was it was good because luckily ben had stopped it and then we restarted because normally have to be
0: like nah 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 yeah way no. to go
3: because yeah. uh uh paul bald yeah, guy weird, we yeah, the weird paul Schaefer. yeah paul, yeah, paul, yeah, paul shaver came up and was like it was, he was like it was good you guys stopped and redid it or else you would have had to play to an empty studio oh and I was like, <laughs> paul shaver they, 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 like, they just like if you fuck up they just like in the show, and then they clear oh, then you play out it out, and they again. make you do it. Yeah, they make it. Re- yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, and then they edited it, in and it looks really weird. Well, but okay, that's my nightmare that story. Is oh, hope
4: you guys, guys had fun. <laughs> I have a nightmare story. You? Do? Let's hear oh, it. Oh yeah, we can go on. Ours was not national television, but we we got caught in a shootout in Atlanta. <laughs> when, that's kind of
0: what? different kind of when nightmare, I- dude. <laughs>
4: yeah it feels like it. yeah man it, we, flash. it was when i was in that band leslie uh-huh. I, I guess it was probably 2007 was when this happened maybe and uh we played at this place called star bar a little awesome dive bar in atlanta i don't know if you've ever played there we played and our friend johnny diamond came out and at the time he was managing a lot of different mm-hmm. bands and he he since passed away but he was an awesome dude and lived in charleston for a while but he was living in atlanta and he was there with a lady named Lynn, who worked for BMI or ASCAP, one of Get those sure. two. She, mm-hmm. After the show, let's go. Let's go to back to our place, and you know, we'll party, have some drinks, and hang out. We have to stop by and see one of Lynn's clients. He's throwing a party, and we have to stop by and show our faces. And so we're like, okay, we'll follow you guys. You know, so we're following them in the van through Atlanta, and you know how that goes. But then we're like. We Get lost a couple of times, end up catching up to him at yeah. the club, and we're like, Man, all right, like we get there, and uh, we're like, Who's this party for? Because we're, we're noticing that like we're not dressed like anybody else there, we are like, you know, we're like these long haired rocker yeah. dudes, and they're like, Oh, it's a uh, young Jeezy, <laughs> uh, yeah, one of you know, just one of, just yeah. one of our clients, no, we, like, you know. yeah. Well, it was like. Apparently, one of his friends or one of his entourage had just gotten out of mm-hmm. prison and this was like a release party but not like a Every release kind of party release. like I was kind of release different uh. release <laughs> and so anyways we get in there and we're all like you know of course it's the whole record scratching thing again where we like walk in they're like who are these dudes they don't belong here you know everybody was nice to us though. It was like yeah he yeah. just got to hang yeah it was just like whoa why are they here and I'm sure that they were kind of like Shut up we know who uh, they uh, are yeah, yeah. you know like that you know, yeah. like yeah. out of yeah. place you know? <laughs> and so we just are starting to settle in and like maybe two drinks in and we're like talking to some people and hanging out and then we hear like a fight breaks out like a fist fight and like normally I feel like people will gather around and watch mm-hmm. a fight go down but everybody's scattered sure. and and we're like standing there just sort of like stirring our drinks wondering like why did everybody just gather? Is it because
0: of guns? <laughs> yeah Yeah,
4: it is (laughs) come to find out and we're like standing next to the bar like we can see behind the bar you know and all the bartenders are ducked down Mm -hmm. behind the bar and there's this dude who who i'm actually still friends with to this day his name's oliver he was Uh, bartending and he just we became friends that night (laughs) i swear to you and he's just like motioning for us to get down and we're like we slowly start to duck, and as soon as we do, we just hear these gunshots start, and it's like pow, 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 pow. pow. <laughs> 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 and it's just it oh escalates God. so quickly. And we are like, What in the hell is going on? Everybody is just like I see the security guard uh-huh. is like underneath a bench oh, <laughs> shit. across the bar. That's bar. a bad sign, dude. I'm like, dude. That is not yeah. good, you know. <laughs> this is not- so we scrambled. Like there happened to be an exit to the back of the club, right near where we were, and we crawl out there and we end up in this ditch. I'm not even kidding. Like a ditch that is behind the club, and there's like a, um, you know, like a six foot or eight foot privacy mm-hmm. fence that is in this, you know, kind of blocking the club. And there are dudes jumping back and forth over this fence, like they don't have no idea that we we're down below you know kind of watching Wait, them what? but they have these rifles i'm gunshots going you know it's night so you can yeah. see the bullets like in the eye
3: like assault rifles you know, yes what? assault rifles and
4: stuff. <laughs> yeah. what the fuck, it's, it ends up being two rival okay. gangs or whatever that have beef and cops show up and i'm thinking we're all in there praying to the leaves to the, to god to anything yeah. that we can pray to like like just let us let us yeah. survive this you know also bring up super That'll quick, almost instant technically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're like, finally we see all these blue lights. We're like, sweet, the cops are here. And it did, it just seemed to get even more <laughs> exponentially. Worse. Okay, yeah. So that makes <laughs> sense. And I'm like, why are they still shooting? The cops are here, you know? And it just like it seemed to go on forever, but I think it ended up being like maybe 10 or 12 minutes of just non-stop dudes just shooting, yeah, you know, these semi-automatics or whatever. And it all starts to calm down and these Finally, these cops come out the door. I guess trying to clear the building and find anybody that was hit, and like they find yeah. these three guys that you know. I just the long-haired white guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, we're we're all like crouched down in the fetal yeah. <laughs> position in this ditch behind the club. So we end up going back outside, and and we found a bullet hole in our van. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Oh
4: no. fuck! Yeah, Not yeah. Surprising. Forty-five went through the side of the van, and we actually had our merch in the van, so it went through about two or three merch tubs full of t-shirts <laughs> nah. that we sold. Nah. Yeah, and they're still. Pe- yeah, yeah. We ended up selling the shirts, but they had these burn ho- that had that had, I wish holes I had in one them. Of those. I really wish oh I had God. one of those. I'd be yeah, so
0: cool. And,
4: and then. Uh, Six months later or so we were washing the van and found another bullet uh where a bullet kind of ricocheted off yeah. the frame rail um underneath that. But when the bullet Dude. went through the side of the van, it missed the fuel line by like. Oh, because that could have been a
0: whole nother story.
4: It didn't damage yeah. anything. Yeah, it could have been a whole nother story, but it didn't damage it didn't damage anything. Thank God. And so the cops, they ended up estimating, you know, there's like probably 700 rounds that were shot off in this exchange if not more and they're talking about like they're finding armor piercing yeah, yeah, yeah. bullets I and I mean like, if you
0: have full metal jacket just, that's gonna know, go right through your van you yeah you were just like the guys we gotta show a shooter Jennings we gotta go <laughs> yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I'll uh, no, get on out of here I do have a shooter Jennings story <laughs> no you don't <laughs> but we you I do? swear to god played with, Jennings. Jennings yeah, played with shooter Jennings I've played with shooter Jennings in two different bands I've, I've played with yeah I I ended up going. Um, oh, let me finish yeah, my. Please, let me finish my yeah, shootout story I'm Sorry, we'll cut that and will
0: we'll go to. Just finish your story, yeah, and it. well, I want to hear the shooter Jennings' stories.
4: Well, it was it basically ended like that. You know, CSI comes out and and they take yeah. pictures of our van and all of that stuff, but like not a single person was hit well, by thank a
0: thank fucking John, that <laughs> Yeah, one. which is... Or Krom, or whoever you worship. thank Krom. Yeah, thank you, Krom. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of cars that were
4: shot up, and like, you know, it was, as a grown man, it was probably the most scared I've ever yeah, <laughs> I've well, been. Yeah, well, I imagine... Man. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking a. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty intense. That's intense, man. dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So we survived it, and we had, uh, you know, we had a bullet hole in our van to to <laughs> Which prove is pretty that, cool. that happened. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: You yeah. Know. Quick point of clarity: you said something about people jumping over a fence. What yeah. was that? Was that people trying to get away?
4: Yeah. It was. I guess it was like. Well, they were going to and fro, so I really don't know. What that was about, I'm sure some of them were trying to get away because not everybody that was jumping looked like they yeah. had a gun on them, but there were many that did. But it wasn't the cops. It was just, I guess, maybe people from those yeah. crews or whatever. But I, we were like in a little um, – it looked like maybe where the, the cook would go to have a smoke break or whatever, but but just like a grease pit and yeah. you know, it was just this little – ditch area that you know where the property ended right behind the building mm-hmm. yeah it was gnarly dude that's amazing <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that's high, i don't know what <laughs> that's else that's to say
0: it. about that that's intense man i'm glad yeah. you're alive glad all your friends are alive yeah
1: me too, man. all right now's a good time to take a break and we're going to listen to some band of horses oh yeah if you haven't heard this band before Maybe you've never been to a dentist's office, or you've never walked through a shopping mall. <laughs>
0: yeah. or you've never listened to the
1: radio at all in the last 10 years. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just another bizarre situation where Jeff and I happen to know a person who played in a really 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 popular album just through pure happenstance all kidding aside band of horses is pretty well known for good reason dude i fucking love that band i don't care what anybody says (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) their first two
0: records especially crucial fucking crucial in my opinion
1: they're really good and they're kind of like one of those like sweetheart bands that my wife and i have where they just make us feel good feelings like we have good memories of going to see them together and stuff and yeah good stuff here is band of horses
5: i could sleep
1: Jonathan, as I understand it, you have experience touring in a van, and you also have experience touring on a boat. A cruise ship. <laughs> cruise ship.
4: <laughs> cruise ship. Yeah, a couple of the Carnival Cruise Lines in Norwegian. Yeah, we did um, the, two different bands I was in, actually. We did some music cruises. This is, um,
0: this is interesting. This is not what I thought so, you were going to say. <laughs> no offense, no offense, man. Like,
4: okay. no, it's okay. The first two I did, or the first three I did, I guess, were with Skinner. They were the the Simple Man uh-huh. cruise or this the Skinner cruise, and the, and it's like like Leonard Skinner, Leonard yeah. Skinner, yeah, and like Leonard Mo- and like Molly yeah. Molly Hatchet and Thirty Eight Special and the D.B. Oh, Brothers and Southern Rock, like, dude, hundred percent, Yeah, Southern uh-huh. Rock. The first one we did, we only played one show for the. I think five days that we were on the boat and it was really
5: because
4: like, yeah. we got added like at the oh, very okay. last second. And so they gave us one show the very last day on the boat. And I am baffled to this day that all three of us survived yeah. that long on a boat that had a you know, 24 hour bar, yeah, 24 hours, you <laughs> know, 24 hours. Yeah, like yeah, man, we did so well, I guess on the first one that they asked us back the next year. And then when I ended up joining a thousand horses, we got on the Skinner cruise again. Uh-huh.
0: Skinner cruise. and
4: So that was my first. <laughs> I'm sport. sorry,
0: but that is. I'm I don't even a, know I'm that, from like, Seattle. Skinner that had,
1: is a uh,
3: cruise. <laughs> I'm
0: not surprised, but it's also like just like. Oh. Whoa.
3: So,
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised there's not like a <laughs> grunge cruise, like a last Oh There, there right. should there be. Are, no, I'm sure we there know. is, actually. <laughs> there is. There is. There is. There there's has no to mud be one. cruise. It goes up
0: north. It's mud in your bonus down garden. It's
2: like on those- it's just
1: like it's just yeah. like Mark Arm on a floaty going <laughs> down like, the Kwame River. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I'm sorry. It's
0: just it's just we don't. You know we only have one cruise here in, in Seattle. No, we have two. Well, we have I've, one well, that I goes have, to Mexico and one that goes to Alaska and that's it. That's all we
1: got. Oh, I've we got. heard about the the metal cruises. Like I've yeah. kind of always wanted to go. I want to go cruises. on a,
0: a lot of metal cruises. It's just they don't <laughs> give me money to and they need to sponsor me, you know. We
4: cruise. did the Kiss cruise. And so there was Kiss and Fuck. Skid Row, and oh man, I'm drawing a blank on who else was on that Kiss, and Skid, um, Kiss and Skid Row is pretty good. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So does, does Kiss hang out, or do they get helicoptered in?
4: No, they don't get helicoptered in. They, they're on the boat, but they have like a whole floor of the boat that is blocked uh-huh. off for them. And so... There's like this stark difference between the Skynyrd cruises and okay. the Kiss cruise. The Skinner cruise, mm-hmm. most of your fans or people that are on the cruise are generally from the southeast. Yeah, sure. And, you know, <laughs> you might have a few that are just like, you kind of know what you're yeah. getting into. And uh, with the Kiss cruise, there were people that had like flown from all over the world to, to come on this cruise to see Kiss or whatever. But some of these people were such rabid fans there was like a crew of people that just sat on the stairs to, that went to the floor that kiss was what? staying on in hopes that they, would. they like camped out the whole the cruise, cruise hoping, yeah. Hoping to see okay. kiss as they came down, but kiss had a whole elevator yeah. that was, that they had a private access to, you know, they did do a photo op with everybody sure, that was on enough. the boat and stuff. So, I mean, we, we did get to meet them and all of that. And uh, Gene Simmons is like, I got to stick my tongue (laughs) in your face. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Paul Stanley put his hands. on Yeah, he did. He definitely (laughs) fingered your wife. I'm sorry, he definitely did. I was like, "Man, I'm gonna kill you, Paul
0: Stanley."
2: I know you're not. (laughs) Uh,
4: I remember standing the right when we took off from the Kiss cruise. They did an unmasked show, like an acoustic show, and I'm standing. uh, (laughs) standing sure. <laughs> it, <was. laughs> it was but i i somehow backstage like into their backstage area and i was you know drinking there or eating and stuff from yeah, their catering beer. and i'm standing next to uh gene simmons's wife i can't remember her name and i didn't realize that's who it was and you know until well into it but I, I just felt so completely out of place uh being on you know just yeah sure no man the kiss cruise it was, a, <laughs> it was a different world from yeah. the, the Skinner cruise. Everybody was cool. Skinner, they all all those dudes, Marshall Tucker, they all come and hang out. You know, they're like hanging out with the fans, kissed, man. You just you don't see them. They can't. The fans are way yeah, too rabid. Intense. You know, people, they were very intense, man. Very intense. But we did a Skinner cruise and a Kiss cruise back to back. So <laughs> we were, <laughs> man, we're on a insane, cruise man. ship for like 10 or 11 or straight days. We were yeah. on the cruise ship. Yeah, and my wife was on those two cruises. We had just gotten married. This it was awesome. <laughs> and, then, and then it was, uh, yeah. What a do-over. Uh, yeah. No, this no, is seriously. not what I hoped yeah.
1: when I got married.
4: It's like the Truman Show. You know, it's like, man, I'm like getting <laughs> to know the people that work the buffet. Like, they know me on a first-name yeah. basis now. Like, I know the chick who sprays your hand sanitizer yeah. as you're walking in. <laughs> it became really weird. You got to know the uh, know the neurovirus bites. Yeah, full name. Exactly. We went, but we went to Mexico every time on on all four of those. I think we went to Mexico.
0: Oh my god, dude, that's, so, that's insane! Just to quickly
1: ground it as a comparison to like van touring, so there's no loading. I'm assuming oh, there's dude, just a stage with gear on. No, it. Dude,
4: it really is. I mean, it's a really pretty dreamy situation. They pay you extremely yeah. well for what you're. All the gear is provided. You send them a backline of exactly what uh. you need, and that gear is there. They know when you have a show on whatever stage, they have like four or five different stages. Uh-huh. They know your show time and your gear is already there and set up for you, ready to roll. Whatever you need, you know. Sick. Yeah, man, and it, it. And are you are you fully comped for everything? Oh yeah, my yeah. My wife and I we ended up upgrading from whatever they gave you. We upgraded so we could have like our balcony thing, you know, whatever. Sure, it, it was pretty sweet. So you guys, but, so you guys could reenact mm-hmm. Titanic. That's right. I'm
0: <laughs> on the top of the world. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: we, <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, but they but they comp everything. I mean, um, you know, not all the alcohol, but like one night we got to host casino mm-hmm. night and they'd like give you money to just go and gamble with these people for a yeah. couple hours and <laughs> And you get to keep it if you win. And so we ended up staying in the casino nonstop for, I mean, like we were going to miss shows and stuff. We we ended up up shutting the casino down once we got back into U.S. waters and they had to close. We were there for the closing of the casino, man. Blackjack table and just, yeah, man, it was fun. It was a (laughs) lot of fun. Yeah, it's dreamy. Catering, you know, you eat whatever you want. You can order the most ridiculous thing at four in the morning and they will make it and bring it to your room free of charge. No matter what it is, you know, if they have the ingredients, they will just would do it. I would die. Yeah, it's a, it's a complete... Yeah. Oh, I got... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, that's a
3: band's dying.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, we have to haul the guitar player off because he's dead. <laughs> that's what would happen to me. Yeah. It's too much just lobster.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he died. Because he couldn't breathe because his mouth yeah. was full of lobster. Of
0: shrimp and too much lobster. <laughs> he didn't even choke. <laughs> he didn't choke. He didn't have lobster so much in his mouth.
1: You're simultaneously yeah. choking and chewing every day. <laughs> You're <doing> so good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just so much shrimp.
1: Well, shit. Rob and Jonathan. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you for a wonderful evening. Thank you, you so much, guys. Fantastic.
0: Yeah, that was thanks, killing man. Super right. I had so much fucking fun. So did we. <laughs> That's it. Thank you, Rob see, and Jonathan. <laughs> thanks so much, guys. You could you can tell that uh, all of us were um, tipsy and or stone. Who knows? I don't know what those guys
1: were doing. I could barely see him on that little computer monitor of mine. But, <laughs> I love that chat. Yeah, me I love too. that interview so much. Like, it's one of the ones that we've done where I get belly laughs every time I listen to the edit. Like all the times, you know. Coming Indeed, the show, coming
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Hey, so uh, it did give us a really good idea, though, didn't it, John? This podcast. We have a new goal. Session. Yeah, new show goal. Mm-hmm. Metal cruise. Metal cruise. Visualize us on a metal cruise. It's the only reason I would go on a cruise, honestly. Would be to interview Twisted
1: Sister. Or, Dude, can you imagine? Going on a cruise and spending the daytime getting sweet interviews with awesome musicians <laughs> and then spending the night time watching those awesome musicians play sick metal shows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody out there, make it happen. I know we don't have a big reach right now. We don't have a huge community. Yeah. One of you assholes has got to know somebody. Yeah, somebody knows somebody call. that knows somebody. And give it some time. Like We don't want it to be right now when those boats are a big dish of disease. True, true. <laughs> We're still coming out of this, uh, what is it? A um, global pandemic? Something, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's something like that yeah. yeah man what if there was like a metal cruise for bands that we like like I like a lot of popular metal bands but like what if there was a metal cruise yeah. for just just Swedish death metal
0: yeah or I mean I would take an all Florida death metal give me like yeah whoever's left of the band death and obituary and uh well it's not morbid angel anymore but you know what I'm talking about like totally something like that you know that would be pretty rad and you know the people that would be on that cruise would be a bunch of fucking awesome partying scumbags so that would be pretty be fun too you know you oh, meet a I, lot of cool oh, people yeah, dude <laughs> well it's not metal but I would <laughs> I would be stoked to go on a classic rock tour and sit with old people and listen to the remainders <laughs> of Paul Revere and the Raiders
1: <laughs> or what if we had a metal cruise that was just like some super cool scene that we don't even know about right now yeah. just, it, like Rhode Island had a metal cruise what about an all earache metal? Oh, dude! You know why don't we just put
0: the cruise up to Alaska together? That's just our friends' bands, and then um,
1: we won't sell any tickets. There you go. And I don't be- think we could get a big boat. Yeah, Maybe I don't we think could- so either. I don't know. <laughs> Fell some trees <laughs> yeah. and tie them together. perhaps. Tow it with a
0: tugboat. <laughs> we get this far at BC <laughs> and they'd turn us back at the border there. <laughs> uh huh.
1: Or he's got a really, really long extension yeah. cable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Oh, shit. Well, we've kept you for too long. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. There are some cool shit on the horizon. Yes, and I can't wait to make the announcement. Yeah, something in sponsor land is materializing that has just got me fucking giddy. I
0: know. I'm pretty excited to talk about it. But it's too early to pop the cork on the champagne bottle, so to speak.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) But, yeah,
0: soon. So soon. Okay, so you know what? I've hunted down a very secret special Band of Horses track. Oh, they play the opening night at the Vera Project's new place in the Seattle Center. Mm-hmm. What a great venue and what a great night. And we just managed to capture it, and I got a pretty awesome song I think we're going to throw down here.
1: Okay. Little live band of
0: horses. And everybody, thanks for listening. <laughs> Tomorrow We Die is sponsored by Isotope, makers of software for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We've been using Isotope and their products to clean up audio on every episode and in general make my, Jeffrey, the engineer's, life a whole lot easier.
1: Yeah, the podcast is fun. You know, we're cracking beers and spinning yarns and... Flopping around memory lanes, <laughs> yucking it up. But there's this whole other side of doing the show that is all caps real work. Oh yeah. And it takes a ton of time. And yeah, Jeff, isotope.
0: Definitely makes my life easier. I've been using the RX plugin the last couple episodes, especially. You know that we are on internet audio right now because of COVID and everything else. So I gotta say, these plugins have been a huge help and they've allowed us to keep having fun while socially distancing
1: as we should. <laughs> Go to isotope.com slash ruinous and use checkout code RUIN10 for a 10% discount on all their software. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com slash ruinous and that's checkout code R-U-I-N-10. 10%.
5: We live in a city of craze. Tear it down and build
1: it up again. Tomorrow We Die is sponsored by Georgetown Georgetown Music. Music, A musician-owned shop independently operated by folks deeply rooted in the Pacific Northwest live music scene.
0: Your community-oriented source for new, used, and vintage instruments, as well as all the supplies that go with them. They're now at their new home in Burien, Washington. Visit them at 232 Southwest 153rd Street, Burien, Washington.
1: Check out new deals at georgetownmusicstore.com. That's all one word, of course, and follow them on Facebook and Instagram to get all the latest arrivals or just call them at 206-602-4324. This show is about touring musicians telling incredible stories from their lives as they remember them. Humans are generally pretty great, but we all know that memory fades over time. And that in the moment, people interpret situations differently based on their personality, background, state of mind, drugs they were on, intoxication level, etc., etc. The important thing to get across here is that at no point should
0: these stories be considered hard facts or perfectly accurate portrayals of real events. If by some chance you were there for something that was talked about on this show or know someone who was and heard a different side of the story.
1: If you feel we've been inaccurate or misrepresentative in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out and help us set the record straight tomorrow we die podcast at gmail.com we'll read everything
0: and to any road worries out there who might be listening we want to hear your stories too if you have a crazy moment from the road you want to share with us then please drop us a line on email
1: write it up as succinctly as possible please we don't want to read your autobiography and if we have the time we'll read it on a future episode feel free to plug yourself and the band as well again the email address is tomorrow we die podcast all one word at gmail.com. And once again, I'm Jeffrey McNulty. And I'm John Wisniewski. And this is Tomorrow, Tomorrow We Die. Die. Find us on the internet. Our website is www.tomorrowwedie.com. And remember, that's two W's T O M O R R O W W E D I E.com. On Twitter, we're at Tomorrow We Die PC. Instagram, at Tomorrow We Die Podcast. Facebook page is at Tomorrow We Die Podcast. Our email address is tomorrowwediepodcast at gmail.com. And the show is published on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and SoundCloud. Podcast produced
0: by Jeffrey M. McNulty at the Pachinko Parlor in Seattle, Washington. Additional editing by Joe Plummer and Chris Durie. Background music is by Noel Frequency Impulser. Tomorrow We Die is produced in partnership with Ruinous Media. Check out the rest of the Ruinous Media family at ruinousmedia.com and on all the major social media platforms.
1: Thanks so much for listening.